0: The Boogie Monster with Kyle Canane and Day Storm. Ba, The Boogie
1: Monster. Podcasting the unknown. So I think it was the last full moon, because there's a full moon right now. So I did a meditation last night, but I didn't like blast off nearly as far. I was just trying to connect with my inner child or something last night, so I was, was pretty interesting. But what does that, that mean? People like say that I never know. Well, there's like, a, there's like a there's like a spirit. It's like a spiritual guide mm-hmm. um, that's you know like a part of
0: you. Okay, it's like a I don't think I've left inner child behind at any point. I don't think I've ever been like I, I think I've been connected. I just went on a bike ride today, and then I was just looking at camping gear. we who' go camping like, that's I don't well, that
1: might be what your inner child likes or like your I don't know why your, it's your, inner child children. it's just me I don't yeah. have
0: any when it's in, when it's outward adult shit that I have to do like oh, I gotta look at this bill for the automobile club, you know, like a triple renter's insurance like I don't even know what these words mean, and I just throw it in the trash so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when I'm like inner child, like we have to go play. I'm like, I do that all the time. Well, I mean, I guess
1: the foundation of this is like a pre, is like an assumption of believing in spirit guides uh-huh. as well. So, I mean, if that's not something you're into, then like that kind of. Well, I don't know this, if I'm into it. I this think veers off. Is what we're gonna learn. Well, so like, I'm kind of getting into all this stuff, right, like, uh-huh. in a deeper level, and because I have like this sh- shaman who's a Reiki healer. And I've gone to a couple of her meditations that are kind of like empath classes uh-huh. to try to like tap into your psychic abilities. Yeah. And so I'm doing it last month during the, fu- the last full moon. I go into this meditation and I'm listening to music and I, you know, I got a list. I'm doing like some magic shit, you know? And um, so I'm trying to manifest stuff and I blast off into like these visuals of images. Mm-hmm. I see myself, I see myself at a book signing in the future. All right, like having a great time, mm-hmm. and then You're I see the author of the book. I'm the author of the book, and uh, that'd be funny though. If I'm <laughs> that was like, my
0: question. <laughs> no man, the new Harry Potter came out. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> man, I'm manifesting myself just buying a ticket to an event.
0: <laughs> I saw the future. We it's make me hanging out. Yeah, 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 That's not so difficult.
1: <laughs> and then uh, I saw myself as this super really old man. Like, really old. Like, we're That's talking, like, mid to late 80s. Mm-hmm. Sitting on a park bench with a cane. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to look at my left hand to see if I ever gotten married. And I just couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find... I couldn't see the hand. And then I saw myself as a woman breastfeeding a child. Yeah. And uh, I, this is the part you're really going to like. Oh, um, but here's the thing, the weird thing about that. I was the woman. Okay. And it wasn't a past life. And it wasn't a future life. It was... Simultaneous, concurrent with this life, um, meaning parallel universe. Meaning, I be- I'm like kind of grooving into this idea that our soul, our spirit, or whatever our consciousness is like, can be multiple places at once, uh, and we're multiple people at the same time. Currently, like okay. I'm, I believe that was a simultaneous. Person that I am also living this other life currently. Right now, it's the like same as a this parallel
0: one. Parallel universe, the, or or that you theoretically but, but that could kind of. Into but right
1: here, like here. I could run into. Yeah, I could oh, run into this okay. person.
2: By the way, if you didn't uh, if you didn't already guess, uh, Ryan Singer is our guest <laughs> today on the Boogie Monster
1: what's up boogers
2: how you doing buddy right
1: that's what i say right yeah you can say i don't right? say yeah. it <laughs> I, don't.
0: I, wish people, I wish people wouldn't call themselves that <laughs> i said it they love <laughs> it i'm like they loves should, it like you should love yourself just from for. the
1: kitchen and the uh the record the record room i know yeah. that it's boogers um the uh also oh, anyway so then i'm like i'm like so am like having this crazy emotional experience meditating and then and i'm surrounded by crystals and you know mm-hmm. candles and and next thing you know, I, I see, I try to connect with like the, uh, my, uh, my higher self All right. separates from my body uh-huh. and I'm like in space floating in space connected with roots that go to the center of the earth that I've grown from my body, right. To ground me. And I'm like spinning up and into space and then my higher self separates from my body. looks like a Tron, yeah. you know, like Tron, like those colorful neon outlines of yeah. figures. That's what my higher self is. And then my higher self takes me on a journey okay to the tower of my life and we go to this dark tall huge tower stone and we're going up the spiral staircase who's weird who's weird me and the higher self oh, okay so the higher self's kind of guiding me and i and missed I'm, the
2: beginning of this cuz i wasn't listening uh <laughs> Is this a dream you had? This is a meditation. Meditation. On the
1: last full moon. Gotcha. And so the craziest meditation I've ever had. And as we're walking up the tower, I understand that these are the rooms of my life as well. Okay. And tell me,
0: me, not to interrupt, tell me where you're at the... At the healer when you're doing that? No, ministry? this is just me at home. Just at home? This What's is me at setup? home. Just in your room? In your I'm just like, room?
1: I'm kind of like sitting down on my bed. I'm like laying down on my bed with my reading pillow behind me. So I'm kind of like, okay, my back's angled, but I'm kind Every of laying down very to meditate, comfortable. I just
0: fall asleep. So I don't know how to mm-hmm. find that middle ground of like exploring that without just being like, oh, I'm asleep now.
1: Well, that's not the worst thing that can happen.
0: No, I'm never upset, yeah. but I'm like this, like you're talking about finding your higher self. Well, yeah, I've had to, like, I've really had to
1: experiment with the, the variables too, because I need, if I'm wearing headphones with some good music mm-hmm. from like YouTube or something like one of these meditation music videos, <laughs> that helps me a lot. Some good
0: from YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see, see the fifth dimension? Youself, uh, are you
1: familiar with Andy Milanakis? Is YouTube? that his name? Is yeah. the kid's name? I listen to Andy Milanakis while I'm meditating. <laughs> like I um so the music helps me. I so can't do sit quietly. down on
0: rollerblades. Are you sitting quietly
1: when you do it? Like just trying to like you know be thoughtless or whatever they say?
0: Usually or it or it'll happen in a place where maybe sleep is like if you're on an airplane with like I finally invest in like the noise canceling headphones, which those are amazing. But on an airplane, like, oh I can't just like sprawl out and get comfortable, but you start to let your mind go a little bit, and it's not quite sleep because you know you're in a middle seat or something. You're bumping into people, but then you can like, oh yeah, but my mind is not here right now. So, but I didn't mean to interrupt. You're ascending a tower. Well, no, right?
1: I think it's important. Like, I always thought there was one way to try to meditate. You yeah, to, like you had to be quiet. You had to, but then I've over through experimentation, I found out my best way to do it.
0: That's why I just wonder what's the environment when you do it. Yeah, you? so
1: I'm just in my room. The lights are out. I mean, I've got some like. All of the lights in my room now are different colors. There's no longer yeah. there's like there's only one white light in my room really, and so I've got a bunch of probably ten candles lit, burned some incense. I'm surrounded by crystals. This at night. It's at night. Uh, it's a full moon. Is out. I
0: was going to say if it's a full moon, what if we do this stuff during the day? It's still a full moon. Yeah, you could, full moon. you could do it during the day. Full moon. You could
1: do it during the day. Most people probably do. All right, and so. I'm going through the tower. We're going up the steps of the tower of my life and I'm seeing all the rooms Mm -hmm. and it's obvious, you know, the metaphor is pretty clear once I get through it, but it's, these are all the, like, have I made room for anything in my life? And all these rooms are empty and it's so fucking sad. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, there's multiple times where I was like ball weeping during this meditation and I see that all the rooms are empty in the tower of my life because I haven't made room for anybody. And there's this one room that's got like a onesie of a little girl. And I like pick it up and I like bring it to my face, you know, like you see people do. And I immediately knew that I have a misconnection with like a daughter. And I don't know what that means. Like if I was, you know, I was supposed to maybe have a daughter already in this life or I do have a daughter yeah, currently yeah, that I don't yeah. know about. Is there
2: any chance that
0: that could be?
1: There's probably, there's a, definitely a chance that I have a daughter out there from sperm bank donations or through, you know, sex when I was younger.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, you the sperm bank donations first, not just sex. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, because of the Troy Conrad story. You heard okay. the Troy Conrad story. He's yeah. like... uh um, He's this great photographer here in town, yeah, yeah. but uh, he's also comedy guy. But like, I think he's mostly just doing photography now. But two, he reconnected with two of his daughters. They reached out to him through Twenty Three and Me or whatever it was, and they're like grown, graduated college. But one's a photographer, and this other one's an artist. Like, was it's like he really, completely unaware that he was had completely to unaware. But he was, was a, bank a, a sperm, just, uh, sperm bank.
0: Oh. Okay. I thought there was like laws in place that they can not Well, 23
1: from. and me and all those DNA testings, they've totally it's like those law there's no way to everybody can find everybody now.
2: I got so an you've donated one
0: sitting there and I'm scared to do it.
1: Oh, the results? Yeah. Or the test itself.
0: The scan, you know, you given it's that You already it, sent yours in. No, I haven't. No, I've got the box. My mom got it for me for Christmas and I'm like, I don't want to give my
1: Yeah, I haven't done. I
0: don't done, know why I got this hang up because I read this like everything. I read one thing where like they're going to take your information and it'll be like thought crimes. It'll be like minority.
1: See, I'm the same way with that. But then someone told me once, like, if you don't think they already got your DNA, you're fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, I didn't like think about that. Or like
0: every spy movie, if they want it, this like, yeah, oh, just grab a cup out of the garbage after you drink out of it. Like, you're going to get it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Ryan, have you donated to sperm banks? When
1: I was younger. Yeah. Just a couple times because you're not allowed to jerk off at all in between donations. They don't tell you that. Like, oh, you can make money. Donating sperm, but it's like you're not allowed to have orgasm to completion. From in between how donations, how, how long yeah, between? How it's like forty-eight. Donations. It's like forty-eight to seventy-two hours is like because you can't donate every day.
0: Well, you couldn't pump you, the brakes for two
2: days. Yeah, just take it easy. You but thats your animal. whole
0: life
1: now. If you count on that as your income,
0: <laughs> gotta go to work. <laughs> Gross. How much so now, money do you get?
1: I don't even remember. It was like
0: seventy-five bucks or something. Seventy five bucks a kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man. Think of all the money I've been wasting. Yeah, I've been throwing money down the toilet, literally. Um, uh, the uh,
2: How do you feel about the concept of donating to a sperm bank and then 20 years later somebody reaching out? I would not like that.
1: I don't know how. I, uh, I they
0: can't like... legally ask you for money or anything, right? They can't. No. no of course fine. not. But except for the fact that like, oh, hey, you're my dad. Yeah, I don't. I know no, <laughs> well, I'm, and now I'm in trouble. Then <laughs> you're gonna like not. No, know. no, thanks. No, nope. but if yeah, but you don't know. Like, what if that happened? What if you meet that person?
1: Well, That's from awful. the people, there's a couple people I know that have this has happened Keep to, it, and they've it, been thrilled I about. I
0: got a receipt says you're not my kid. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Part of me wants to know.
2: Uh, I would not want to know. I thought when you were first bringing that up, I thought I meant like in real life. Have you ever like
1: thought I had a kid?
2: I don't know if I ever told you this story. Long story short, was with this gal for three years. We broke up yeah. the last night we were together, some stuff went down, didn't see her for five years. Oh. Ran into her at a restaurant. She goes, I got a kid. And I'm like, How old? Five. And like for like thirty seconds I thought this was the hey, guess what? Knock yeah. knock, I got news yeah. for you. And like she saw the fear in my eyes and she goes, Oh no, no, it's it's not, it's not yours. It's <sighs> this, uh, I'm like Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because like for that five years I we literally had zero contact. Like last night together, out with a bang. Yeah. No contact whatsoever for five years until I ran into her randomly.
1: There'd be so many emotions simultaneously happening. For me, like if a kid showed up, I'd be like excited, I have this kid, and then I'd be, like, really upset that I wasn't told that I had this kid, and then I'd probably be, like, falling in love with this kid instantly, like, cause yeah. just on a biological level, knowing that well, my... Well, that's what I'm you know, saying.
0: If a kid, like, oh, that's your half of me, that's...
1: I'd want to know be, for sure. I, I wouldn't a, be mad had, if they showed up. I had up.
0: a hookup text me just once, like, hey, happy Father's Day, you know, just in case. Ugh, that's was, not like, funny. It was... Not, but also it really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, also that was a great joke. It scared yeah. the shit out of me. But I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, I, "I'm just kidding." I'm like, Fuck, "I used that to is very funny, <laughs> except that you did it to me, so yeah. it's not funny." Yeah. But it, I... out in the world, that's a very, very funny thing. And especially Father's Day was yesterday, so you could have text that. Yeah. Just, I, when I was
1: younger, I was like, I'm going to send some unsigned Happy Father's Day cards to some of my friends and then just have it say, like, you know who, as like, signed you that's know who, cool. and just send it to them with no return address or nothing. But I never ended up doing that.
0: My, my bu- this is not the same thing at all, but just as far as anonymous pranks, my buddy used to have, like, an open-air Jeep, and people knew where he lived, so they would drive by at night and throw kids' underpants in it. So... <laughs> <laughs> So he would go out there in the morning and go to work, and people were, like walking by, like, oh. you fucking creep. <laughs> that's a and, yeah, but also it's not, but it kind of is. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I always get so much anxiety on a prank that I can only let it last for about 15 seconds.
0: I don't want that's, I don't take joy in like no. watching somebody squirm. Yeah. No. You know, like if
1: I prank anybody within 15 seconds, I'm telling them it's it's a, it's like oh, it was me. You know, I that,
0: did it. That's that's fun. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like a surprise party. Surprise. Oh, you didn't know. OK, good. OK, we're all out. We're all fine. But so so, anyway. yeah, so you ascended the tower of your life. And I realized all my rooms were empty to be alone.
1: And then I realized I had to light a candle in each room. All right. Um, so like people would work. know that they could come home to my life or whatever. So I light the candle on top of the tower and then I'm getting ready to go down and light the other rooms. And then my higher self just takes me and zaps me, and we fucking...
2: And you like, achieved all this just by being quiet and
0: concentrating.
1: Yeah, and it was, no probably, about, it was probably about an hour and 15 minutes. No.
0: Jeez. Mm-mm.
2: I guess I, I just mean, don't have is, the mental capacity for this. Well, it there's, drugs. Takes, there's, I've there's been,
0: drugs that led up to this. <laughs> how for old, sure. How old are you? 42. <laughs> yeah, there's... Trust me. There's, there's a, a cachet. There's a collection.
1: There's a cachet in there. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but that was, you know, I've been meditating for, You've I've been trying so to meditate for a long time now, gonna, though,
0: too. <laughs> going to taste like that a little bit, you know? <laughs> 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 this shit's always going to taste uh, like pot roast for a while. <laughs>
2: It's like when McDonald's cooks the apple pies and the french fries in yeah. the same fryer. <laughs> These fries taste like apple. <laughs> yeah, there's probably some of that
1: happening. Yeah, there's probably some of that. I mean, cuz I can I can get to places now a little quicker than I used to, also depending on my diet if I'm like meat-free and yeah. uh, if I'm like meat-free and refined sugar-free, like I was on this t- recent trip I took. Uh, for this paranormal documentary, a friend of mine was making. I was like, oh, that was just a few I weeks was ago. Tuned up, yeah. It was like last week.
0: <coughs> well, that's what we're here to talk about. At, today. Oh, okay, I was like, I almost went on. That doesn't mean anything. That I almost went on that, and I didn't go on it. So
1: there was. Uh, oh yeah. So are, do you want me to tell tell what we'll, happened we'll on there? We
0: that. can get we'll, into we'll, it. Yeah, we'll but get, as far as like the stuff that like I can bump myself, like I haven't done a ton of mushrooms, but I'm done enough where like. I can bump myself into like I can magic eye poster myself into like a eh, the floor's going under the wall. Look at you, <laughs> all right, just for a little bit, like not a full like, but not you know how people have acid flashbacks or anything. But I can bump myself into a little like eh, them. lines aren't supposed to. Be yeah. If I get either. a
1: candle flickering on the uh, the shadow on the yeah. ceiling now, yeah. I can I swear to God, and I know it's. Well, I don't know if it's real or if it's not real anymore, but I feel like I can almost see through the ceiling now into space really? like, or into, like, like if I get the right shadow flickering, I can, like, almost see through everything that is what uh, we believe to be real. that, that makes sense? That
0: was one of my last Joshua trees. I was laying out in the dirt staring at the sky so much that I laid down in bed inside and I only saw sky. I couldn't wow. see. Like I only saw him. Like, oh yeah, that star. That was my favorite one. That one's over there. But it was just imprinted on my mind. <laughs> do you
1: name them? Did tall. you name them? Like, I would like, just get like, hey, that's Have Terry. You ever stare at the sky so much, Bobo. you're kind of
0: bored. You're like, do something. <laughs> I mean, we've been hanging out here. See, watching you guys, I'm like, I'm starting to see. Like, oh, that's got to be that. You know, you start making up your own constellations.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, because oh, yeah. it is so arbitrary.
0: That one's a turkey pot pie. It's like I've that. never gone there. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are seeing bulls and dragons and shit. That right. one looks like a candied apple. I think I'm just hungry. I think, I think this is wearing off, and I've actually got my appetite back. With what's going on? Hmm. Are you hungry? Are you thinking about Are you, you thinking about food right now? Yeah. No, where'd you go? A little bit of everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spiritually hungry?
2: Yeah. No, I, I got some I, I went camping this week and mm. uh I got some
0: stories to tell.
2: I might save it till next week.
0: Uh, oh a teaser. I got a tent camping?
2: Uh just, no. Just car camping.
0: Yeah, you don't have a van anymore. Yeah. yeah. You're just chilling in the car. How was yeah.
2: that? It was all right. You gotta sleep diagonally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs>
0: I, that is like, the, like yeah, I'm
1: such an idiot. That it took me years to realize that if I, I was sleeping on my car for years at rest stops and places like that. Yeah. And it took me years to realize that if I just move over to the passenger side, mm-hmm. I have more room because yeah, of the steering the wheel. wheel. And I, I was just like, I, I had that revelation at a rest stop in like yeah, New Mexico one night. And I was like, holy shit, oh my God, it's changed my life. But if you take your shoes off,
2: meditate <laughs> on some common sense there, buddy. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you should make You remember those chicken soup for the soul books? I feel like you should have like fried chicken for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man you're so stupid <laughs> i am pretty stupid get uh, you uh, get get yourself a little hammock these yeah. they roll up in the size of a softball oh, yeah i can't sleep in a hammock no um, trick is that is also a diagonal thing you want to go mm-hmm. front to back and then you're bending like a banana you want to get diagonal in the hammock and that's how it stabilizes itself so you're more flattened absolutely
1: yeah i can't i can't even really consider i mean i could sleep in a hammock indoors
2: well that defeats me yeah, what fun is that
1: well, I mean, I'm just, I, I can't imagine myself exposed, like, in such a way huh. to the elements. Uh, You're
0: not, oh, really? You don't want to just freak out for a night?
1: No.
2: Okay. You don't You no. don't ever sleep outdoors?
1: Well, oh, I, I, I have a bunch of times, but um, I don't, I'm not in a space currently, like, right now in this moment to even consider
0: it. Um, just and
2: I know of what, why, and you know why. Do you want? Should we just go ahead and get into the story? Now you have Kyle. You have no idea what he's about to. Tell I don't.
0: Us. Uh, get another round of beers. Yeah. you guys I'm are okay really right prepping now. me for some. Yeah, it's it's a good story for some for some stuff. I'm okay on the beer right now. You want a beer? But I'll
2: uh, sure, Dave. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All, yeah. all right. Well, I'm I'm listening. I'm just
1: all stepping right. over. But so, I, I guess I should preface it by saying, yeah,
0: set it up. However, do you we need set to it up. do we need to do any episode shit the, 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 We don't have things that we. It's the boogie monster. Yeah. That's yeah. The, there you go. Fucking buy uh buy uh, Mac Weldon's shitty underpants. We'll
2: do we'll do all that later. <laughs> <laughs> Quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, is that like Will Weldon's
1: brother? <sighs> <Just> selling <laughs> Yeah, we're to help. Yeah. <laughs> Um well I so uh, to set it up, uh, this guy I know, a buddy of mine who's a big he's a big big foot guy. Mm-hmm. His name's uh is a big Bigfoot guy. His name is uh, Ed Brown. Uh-huh. And he set up... How do you know a, Ed? I know Ed through his girlfriend, Claudia Ackley, who's a Bigfoot person as well, who I've interviewed for... She had a sighting in Lake Arrowhead. And I've gone out there a couple times oh, to go look around. Oh, is
2: that the lady in Lake Arrowhead that yeah. uh, she saw him in the tree? Yeah. Oh.
1: So I've gone out and I've actually sat in that same spot with Ed, my buddy Alex Mistretta, and Claudia... Um, trying to see if we could get any ac- activity out there. I in went that out same spot.
2: looking for that location uh, the week I burned my girlfriend's father's cabin to a ground. I could
1: just tell you where it is yeah, next yeah. time you're there. Oh, next, yeah. If you ever want to know again, I'll give you the <laughs> coordinates or whatever, oh, yeah. and I can you know take you there uh, or you know uh, guide you there anyway. So I met Ed through all that. I'm uh, <laughs> looking
0: for Bigfoot. Started a dang forest fire. Oops. <laughs> my bud. Uh, I could smoke him out of there. That sounds all right. Nice
2: so... What happens
1: is Ed has access to a location in Florida that is, the way he described it to me was, it's like the new Skinwalker Ranch.
2: And I know there's a few of these details you can't really.
1: Yeah, and because it's his project, it's his documentary, and not to mention there's other things I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's a couple things I cannot discuss about. Can you talk about the location? I can talk about the location. Okay, it's in Florida? Yeah, it's in Florida. What city? Um, it is about 45 minutes outside of Tallahassee.
2: I mean, can you say the town? I know the town, but can you say the town, or do you want to know? Well, it's close to – it's, it's not
1: exactly the city, but it's uh-huh. real close to Chattahoochee. And okay. Chattahoochee has, like, so much cool history when it comes city? to – Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the panhandle
2: of Florida is interesting, man, because you the, got the ocean one way. You, you got, Chattahoochee River. you got the river. you got Georgia's 20 minutes away. Alabama's right there, like – I yeah. don't know. the pan- Florida Panhandles. Are, There's and a the lot going
1: on area. in this area, too, because of the War of 1812. There's a lot of bloodshed. I just got the a civil war video coming up. It a was a major. Up. Oh, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than the hoochie coochie. I know that whole song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a part of my past. I'm not real. <laughs> How can proud you fucking
0: about. nail a country song in the first three lines? Down by the river on a Friday night, a pyramid of cans <laughs> in the pale, pale moonlight, moon <laughs> talking about cars and dreaming, dreaming about, about women. women. About women. Is not have they not? Has anybody just been like, yeah, do that one again? I mean, change the have change you listened a little to modern country music. Lately? I it have, but I, I absolute am absolute horseshit. But I am just amazed that like to never diversify the subject yeah. matter, like at all. No, no. never. Yeah, but don't you goddamn... Dirt if it roads, ain't broke, don't fix
2: it. Dirt roads, trucks, pretty girls, American yep. flags, cold beer. That's all we need.
1: And hey, maybe name drop Aaron Tippin mm-hmm. while you're there.
0: Yeah, Anybody thought about...
2: I wish. Anybody Aaron Tippin about about
0: good. Smoking yeah. weed, get out of here, you yeah. goddamn pinko hippie. But see, it's
1: like what you got is like, you got these, like I guess for lack of a better term, you got these hacks. Uh-huh. And Total they nice. will like name drop in their songs. I, I, I know. They'll I name drop like... Good guys like yeah. Tippin or somebody else. And oh, be like, Johnny Cash. I like
0: yeah. the good stuff. Yeah, yeah you But listen to this, like listen, to, Cash, this, like,
1: listen to this beat, this uh, synthesizer beat yeah. that every country song has. I guess now. just the that's
0: idea that works. hack does not tr- uh, translate to music as well. You know, the idea of like a hack comic.
2: You mean like the, like, the general public's not aware? Like hey, yeah, that like a no, happen. give me that one again. Yeah. Give me. That, but I, this is my yeah.
0: fault for thinking that. Oh, everybody thinks this is great. Like now, it's background noise. Yeah. She's like hip hop is always just like well, I, same thing. It's I got background mommy.
2: noise to some, but some people fucking love it. Some people it live for it. They're stupid. Well, you once in a while, you got to do
0: one for the troops, and yeah. then everybody can't yeah, talk yeah. shit about the song. <laughs> yeah,
2: all right. So anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. Chattahoochee, Florida. So it's
1: got Panhandle. all this. So it's got all this really interesting, crazy background and history of the area with the Creek Indian as well, and the woman who lives on the property. She's part Creek Indian in her heritage. Um, she's also. RH negative bloodline. What does that mean? Which is, so it's a very rare blood type. Okay. That some people speculate. I don't even know my blood type, by the some, way. I, I don't know mine either. Yeah. But some people speculate it is of Much unearthly cold. origin. Because people, women with RH negative blood type typically have a hard time getting pregnant. Uh-huh. Unless, I could be wrong on this, but unless the man is also RH negative. Okay. And it's a very rare blood type. Anyway, so, mm. Like, in, I'm like the paranormal guy brought into yeah. this documentary on the team. It's mostly, excuse me, it's mostly just Bigfoot people. And so, like,
2: who, what's the guy making the documentary again? What's his name? Ed Brown. Ed Brown. Okay. Yeah, so and Ed's, uh, making, yeah, Ed's, Ed's a great guy. I love Ed. He brings you in.
1: He brings me in, and he brings me in a part of the team with a, uh, a guy out of Oregon who's a Bigfoot guy uh, who's great. I got along with all these people so well. His name's Dan Lindholm, and he's written a couple books, uh, like memoir-type books, uh-huh. and he's amazing. He's such a cool guy, and... So, Dan Lindholm's there. This other Bigfoot guy, David Wright, who's from Florida, is there. And then I'm like the paranormal guy because this property has, you know, Bigfoot, UFO, unknown, uncategorized things. Uh, also, like disembodied voices in the home, like spirit ghost stuff happening. This is right? the
0: place that's in Chattahoochee. This is the you place. Were da- yeah. You were
1: down This is where I was route. for five so days and five nights.
2: Kind of like a Florida Skinwalker uh, Ranch. Oh. Yeah, that's
1: exactly
0: how it was sold. To. I was confusing your ghost hunt that you did. With oh, the
1: uh, Orange County thing. No, no, that was right before I left.
0: Yeah, he's got a couple okay, of cool I'm projects. Sorry. Okay, Okay, that's. On. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. And so, yeah,
1: it, that was a cool place, the Waffle House down in Orange County. That's called the Doctor How Waffle. The guy's name was Waffles,
2: so oh, they call it okay. Waffle, so called Waffle. Haunted Waffle House. Yeah, Dave. Right? we've been doing this for four years. <laughs> well, you brought him to Haunted Waffle House. Well, I got excited that there was a Waffle <laughs> yeah, yeah, House yeah. in the county.
0: I just, I was going to buy his hat. It just looks like the logo for Waffle House, but in the in the squares, it says Denny Sucks. Yeah,
1: and all the EVPs you get from the place, you say scattered, smothered.
0: <laughs> so uh, I go down there, right? Truck and driver half dying in the bathroom. That's all. <laughs>
1: There's like so much going on in this place, and I'll have to be careful about what I can say and what I can't say because it's like I said, it's not my project. But um, the I get down there and I'm really excited about being there. I'm supposed to be camping out on the property in my tent.
2: When is this? How long ago?
1: This was a week and a half ago. Okay, so recently. this was, was from June 7th through the 12th. Okay, is well, when I was there. Okay, and so two weekends ago. Yeah, it's actually the night of the thing is actually it's exactly a week ago right now. Okay. When this thing happened. And so we're there and we're getting all kinds of great evidence and like things. And I'm like in a crash course on, you know, cryptozoology and and looking for Bigfoot. Because also there's three security guys. Because part of the stipulation of being on the property and being able to film documentary from the homeowners was you have to have armed security with you at all times. You can never be alone on the property. There's another research team that comes there quite regularly. And they told her. They said you should never let anyone be here by themselves. And this is the team you can't speak. This with. is the team I can't okay. really talk about. Okay. So,
0: is this a, is this a house? Is it a ranch? This is, is a it... house on about thirty acres. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, of land out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Of any kind of purpose for the land? Purpose built farm? Just like, a home. Explantation. Just a home kind of that forest? has been kind
1: of ravaged by Hurricane Michael last fall. Okay, lots of trees lots. destroyed everywhere, but. Um, Flat, mountainous, very, very hilly. Okay, very hilly and uh, water. Uh, There's a creek that runs through the property. Florida, Georgia, Um, Lake
0: Seminole nearby. I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, so you've got what you've got is you've got a water source, which most people would say you know Bigfoot needs a water source close by. Um, Anyway, you have total coverage of tree coverage and it's pitch black out there cause it's the country and there's no light pollution. And there's a place called the sugar shack, which is a shed built on the property, not f- just down this little Sandy driveway down a small hill from the house. Mm. And it's a shed that was converted into just a sleeping space.
2: So, so it behind a, the house or in front of the house. It's kind of like side. to the
1: side of the house okay. down this little Sandy driveway. It's about a two minute walk up the Sandy driveway to get to the house. So I'm staying in the Sugar Shack with Ed Brown. Uh, The three security guards who are there, and two of them are law enforcement guys. One's like a wildlife game guy. Another one's like a SWAT team guy. Another guy is kind of like a weapons guy. They're from Sacramento. And then you've got, uh, so they're staying in a hotel just in town. And uh, so Ed and I are sleeping in the Sugar Shack. He's sleeping on a recliner chair. I'm sleeping in like a bed that's in there. Mm -hmm. And that's really that's all that's in there. There's no room for anything else. There's one tiny window. And uh, in the first few nights, the first three nights I sleep in there because Carolyn, who is the wife of Bill who lived there, um, she's like, you're not sleeping in a tent by yourself outside. Like that's not going to happen. Like you can't do that. And so I go into the,
0: because of the ominous forces are like gators, natural kind of thing? Because of
1: all kinds of th- but all of the above, yeah. Okay. So, and, you know, once you hear, like, some of the stories out of her mouth about things people have experienced on this property. Such as? Such as, like, grown men who are, like, military hunters type guys who come out there looking for Bigfoot. Mm. They'll hear, uh, they'll, they'll hear something and it'll reduce them to tears and they will immediately leave the property. Like hmm. that kind of scary level stuff. Like like we're talking like men's men type, you know, yeah. guys. And I'm just and I'm I have a pretty feminine energy if, if people yeah. haven't noticed. Yeah, so did. I'm not You're like a man's breastfeeding man. a
0: baby. Yeah. in the story. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh so I'm connecting with Carolyn pretty well because she's like she comes from a long line of witches yeah. and I'm into magic and I've been practicing. Don't magic. gloss over that. No, yeah she comes I mean, from a long, long line, line of, of witches? witches. Like very holistic, green like earth. Really? So white witches? Witch. Yeah. And so oh, right. uh, so she comes from a long line of that. And not to mention, allegedly, the Meravidian bloodline, which is Jesus and Mary Magdalene, which she was told by a different research team that she has that blood, not the arch-negative blood. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's like... Well, she had to pay extra for her 23 in May, huh? Right. Damn. Yeah. So that's like the deluxe package. Yeah. Uh, that's where they have someone like hand-delivered to you and be like, we need to talk to you about what so we found.
2: She, <laughs> what is that called again? What bloodline? Merovidian. Merovidian.
1: Yeah. And so uh, it's got to be derived from Mary Mary Magdalene. So or but uh so I'm sleeping in the sugar shack the first 3 nights. We're out there we're getting like pretty good evidence of of weird stuff, you know, tracks, uh structures, things like that. Thermal images on um, uh we, images on go a back thermal to this scope.
0: Merovinian bloodline?
1: Yeah. Is it uh what did you find? I haven't really looked it up yet.
0: Well, we got some. Now, Mary Magdalene, like royal
1: that blood wasn't too.
2: Mother Mary, was it? I thought no, that
1: was that's a... Mary. That's Jesus' uh, mother. Okay, that's right. She was a virgin, remember? when God impregnated her.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know. But Mary
1: Magdalene was like the whore that Jesus was like friends with. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene was not Jesus' mom. No. Yeah, that's what I was okay, Yeah, gotcha. Mary
1: Magdalene, many people believe, was his wife. Okay. And, uh, you know.
0: Yikes. <clears throat> this uh yeah it doesn't uh, it's looking like uh I think it's you're supposed to, it's uh, the the uh, the Antichrist will have uh Merovinian, would be of a Merovinian bloodline. Oh, oh yeah, and so maybe really I was wrong right. about the uh not Merovidian, but Merovinian.
1: Oh, is it from like the, uh, is it an English royalty bloodline? Yeah. Yeah, that's what like it is because she's derived from like Hen- King Henry or something or, huh. or some, but like the bastard child because like he had sex with his wife's sister or something and had a couple bastard kids. She's from there, I think.
2: And what's this lady's yeah. name again? I'm sorry. Her name's Carolyn. Carolyn and Bill. They live there
1: and they're the most normal, lovable people you've ever you'll ever meet in your How life. How old are they? They're probably, if I had to guess, they're in their early
2: 60s.
0: Okay. And so it does tie in, there's stuff that comes about the RH negative bloodline and everything. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot about this. So, All right. yeah, so, so there's a, like which, a lot going on on this property line. or in uh-huh. these
1: people. Right. And they've been living there for 17 years. And um, people yeah. will often ask, well, why don't they move if so much crazy stuff's happening? Um, and the answer is she's been told by these other people that it doesn't matter where you go. These things are going to follow you. Did she her tell you any
2: stories that she personally has witnessed? Any yeah, I mean, shit? we're
1: talking multiple times where orbs, all kinds of orbs have shown up on their back deck when they're hanging out with people. Uh-huh. Um, she's seen, um, she's seen a creature, her and her husband have seen the cre- a creature and they're called creatures and or monsters and bigfoot or whatever there's a portal on their property allegedly
0: that's like oh, the whole skinwalker yeah. ranch thing there's so a portal there's a on portal the property and like anything's-
1: and she's been told that she also created another an additional portal to protect her from the things coming out of the portal that's already there
2: so she's seen bigfoot on her property
1: she has seen a creature that would many people would say is bigfoot probably yes but like
2: Not just seen eye shine or something, but she's seen seen eye
1: shine, but she's also seen the way it's described to uh, there's one story where like they see this creature like on all fours, which you like moving like a spider, but it's gigantic, like nine Mm. feet tall. That's how big it is, but it's kind of in just gyrating back and forth. And um, so they've had like many terrifying, like audible, auditory experiences. Uh She has a lot more than Bill. And uh, so, does
0: Bill have any of his background?
1: Um, I don't think so. Bill's just like kind of a big guy. He's just like a union rep. Yeah, he's, uh, he's actually a really cool guy. He's an uh, architect.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell me about the witch shit till after we got married. <laughs> <so, you> know. <laughs> there's so much about Come this too woman. Too far now. This woman
1: know? is like unbelievable. Like, yeah. there's this book called PK Man. Written by this guy, Dr. Jeffrey Mishlove, who's got like the only doctorate degree in parapsychology. And the subject of the book is this guy named Ted Owens, who's now died, who apparently he said his uh, telekinesis, his psychokinesis could control the weather and all other kind of stuff. And he kept trying to prove it mm-hmm. to everybody. He was shouting at anybody who would listen. <coughs> okay, and leery of those folks. Are yeah. To but like it. this woman is like no. she's like that level of kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: but humble about it.
1: But she's the total opposite of Ted Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so the fourth night the fourth day and the fourth night we go back to a location where we got, we caught images on a thermal scope um, the uh, the guy who 's head of security he 's a wildlife and fish guy so he 's all about he knows how to track animals he knows all he 's yeah. got this like four or five thousand dollar thermal imaging scope yeah and we 're going back to the area during the daytime where we saw it the night before I had done a paranormal investigation with Dan Lindholm in this Uh, Abandoned log cabin uh, that night, the previous night, and we didn't really pick up any paranormal activity in the house. And we went out. I was like, let's go around the house. And we went outside. I tried to call in orbs. We thought we saw, he thought he saw an orb. We think it was a headlight coming down the road. What do you mean when
2: you say you tried to call in orbs? I just
1: kind of said, like, hey, if there's any spirits or entities uh, or energy here in this house or around this house that wants to show itself to us in the form of orbs, we'd love to see you in the form of an orb um you have and, to have a
0: license for that or can no, anybody that's just, a freelance i'm a freelance I think orb about caller. what kind of ghost is like oh i'll show oh orbs man. Uh, i don't have orb power i could be
2: a shadow
1: person
0: but yeah, i can't yeah. be an orb yeah man i was gonna make the lights go on and off for you <laughs> interrupt real
2: quick didn't you tell me did you see something on a uh on a trail cam
0: oh
1: uh that's the uh i did see something on a trail but not our trail cam one Uh-oh. of the guys brought Oh, One of the guys okay. brought some video. That's from the craziest another, Bigfoot video I've ever like trail cam video I've ever seen. It's from a government camera.
2: Oh, okay. I thought when you this told government me this the camera first time. footage
1: I saw has what appears to be an ape-like creature bringing leaves to cover up a trail cam. You don't never see its head, but mm-hmm. you see its body. You see the, the 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 skin, the hair, and this is a trail cam that was set up in a location where the government was trying to shut down uh, cartel weed growers out in the middle of nowhere. Right. So it was a, what I was told roughly, if I can remember the details, it's a 20 minute drive or a 20 mile drive, uh, and like all wheel drive vehicle. And then from there, it's a five mile ATV quad drive through trails. And then once you get to the end of the trail, then it's a two mile hike on foot where this trail cam was set up. And it's the best footage I've ever seen in my life. Um, anyway, it's, it's pretty private. Okay. It's it's not like a video that's really out there. Okay. So, um, Yeah, I misunderstood. So it wasn't yeah, at this private. That was like, it's it's like a government property okay. video kind of thing. Yeah. And so. Uh, so you're out there. You're calling so we're out in there, the we're calling it, We And then Dan Lindholm <laughs> hears uh, what he says is a bipedal creature, a two-legged creature run off from pretty close to us through this field. And it's pitch dark out, so we can't really see anything. So did every, you hear it? I did not hear it. I was not next to him okay. at the time. And so then a few of us go start chasing it. You know, and the guys got their guns with them and they got their flashlights. I've got my night vision camera. And then that's when the other guys, Dan Butler, who was up uh, top, he catches an image on a thermal scope. That's when he catches like the head of a creature that was estimated the next day when we went out and measured where we found it. Somewhere at least nine feet tall and 12 inches wide in the head. Wow! So some pretty cool stuff, right? Um, So the next night, Carolyn says, because I wanted to do a paranormal investigation inside their house. And I've been talking to her the whole time about it and because uh, they'd heard voices in the house before and like they've caught him on audio and stuff like there's a like some kind of voice calling her dog at one point when no one's home and you see the dog come over to mm. where the voice was. Wow. So pretty cool stuff. And so she goes, I want Ryan to do a paranormal investigation in the house by himself. He's got a different energy than everybody else. That's what she told Ed. And I'd been like meat free, um, you know, sugar free all that kind of stuff leading up to it and during the whole time I was there to try to, like, have my yeah. third eye opened up and have my antenna going.
0: Not a lot of pollutants in Yeah,
1: and so I get in there. I do a two-hour investigation inside the house. I don't really find anything. The only thing I understand is that this place is locked down. Like, there's, like, spiritual, like, Ford Knox in this place. She's got this place fucking airtight. You know what I mean? So I tell her that Well, no, how do you,
0: like, like, she's done enough in there to...
1: Yeah, I mean, she's not, doing oh, all... Yeah. Not let things in? Yeah. Like, where it doesn't... Even if there is something in there, it's not bad. It's like, this is a safe space in this uh, house, okay. right? okay. Like, she's this is a good, of... safe space. Gotcha. And um, so, what happens is, I'm talking to her afterwards, her and Bill, who were in their own bedroom, in their bedroom, while I was doing the house investigation. What kind of house is this? It's a ranch. Uh-huh. A uh, four-bedroom, or three- or four-bedroom ranch. Not okay. huge. Yeah. Nice, real nice back deck. Um, It's got, like, a sitting area adjacent to the house with a fire pit. Uh,
0: This whole area around Chattahoochee looks pretty uh, heavily forested. Yeah, it's very forested. It's a Florida-Georgia line. Sorry. Ugh. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual geographic Uh location. It's right there, and it's all, like, just from a Google terrain map. There's wild pigs in the area. Hell, yeah. There's Florida
1: panther. There's bear. There's all kinds of things out there, Yeah, it looks
0: hilly and wooded. All right.
1: So... What happens is I go and do that. We're talking afterwards, and I told her I was like, I didn't. I only got one EMF reading in this whole house, and it was from your wireless router. And she goes, interesting. Oh, oh, you didn't go to the bedroom. You should bring the meter into the bedroom. So I go into the bedroom with Bill and Carolyn. And I kind of sweep the room. I'm going to all the spots. I'm not picking up anything. And she goes, oh, don't forget this spot right where I walked in. Mm -hmm. On the wall, there's like a three-by-two-foot rectangle mirror hanging on the wall. And below it, in front of the wall, is a small wooden nightstand with a decorative glass-domed clock that's battery-powered. I bring up the EMF, the mail meter, which has the EMF in it, and there's a reading. It holds steady. And I'm like, this is interesting, but it could be this clock, right? I'm about two feet above the clock. Let's go to the wireless router. I'll get the reading from the router, and then I'll move up two feet and see if that still reads. So I do that, and it goes to zero on the wireless router. So we go back into the room, and I go, okay, can you please remove the clock? So now it'll just be a wooden table and a mirror on the wall. She does that. The The reading doesn't change hold steady and I'm like this is really interesting something's going on right here and I look at her and she's just got this sly grin on her face I was like what's going on and she's like you know born in southern Alabama lives mm-hmm. in northern Florida so she's like that's why I do my prayers yeah. that's where I do my magic and I was like are you serious and she goes yep this is where I do my magic every day and I was like what direction is this facing and she said east and she goes yep that's my altar and then she said something that was so cool to me and she goes you notice how there's nothing on it and I go yeah and she goes that's the trick about altars you don't need anything on them all the magic's inside you Hmm. and i was like holy shit because i got this magic podcast i've been doing for like four or five months and so i'm like so into magic now and then it's like my altar is all Mm. geared up you know what i mean (laughs) and then after talking to her i'm like this is the most powerful witch i've ever met in my life and she's got nothing on her altar Like, it's so
0: cool. You fell for the merchandising aspect. (laughs) (laughs) I got sucked into witch capitalism. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But behind all the doodads. Yeah.
1: And so it's pretty funny because we're just hanging out, talking, having a good time. And uh, I'm like in the best mood I've been in the whole time. And I was in a good mood the whole time because it was so fun. Mm -hmm. And it was terrifying at night when I tried to sleep in the sugar shack. But I I wasn't hearing stuff, you know, anything like that. And then... Ed and David Wright, who's staying at the house in one of the guest rooms because he's like a longtime friend of the family, uh, come back from their Bigfoot, investigating Bigfoot in the spot again at night from where we were the night
2: before. You didn't go with them on that one? No, because I was doing the house. Okay.
1: And the rule of the documentary was you're never allowed to be alone. You always have to have someone with you. And if not someone, you have to Mm -hmm. have, uh, you know, preferably one of the armed guys with you for safety. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of was in this, like, solo mindset because I broke off and did a parallel you know, the investigation by well, myself in the house.
0: Can, yeah, I was going to say, who's st- who, like, who, uh, under whose rules was it to be with someone?
1: It's the home, uh, Carolyn and Bill.
0: Okay, did they? Is they said, like, you can't
1: do the documentary if people are going to be wandering around by themselves out here.
0: What was, like, is that? for their own liability's sake, or did they have? Well,
1: probably a little bit of that, but also because they've been clearly instructed to not let people do that by a different research team, which is Uh, a research team uh, that is out there all the time,
0: regularly.
2: Pause it real quick.
0: I saw your hand gesture. Now it just sounds bad on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so we've been unpaused. Okay. So, so yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a little, little, little bit of oh shit right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so like,
1: so knowing like you know knowing all these details and like knowing these thing these stories mm-hmm. you hear about grown men being reduced to like weeping children and yeah. things like that who are heavily armed at the time. Um, I take all. I'm taking all Nothing the like very
0: a crying man with a firearm. Yeah. Right. Nothing makes me feel safer. It'd be
1: even better if he like he just had like camo paint on his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's smearing, it's smudging. And so I'm taking all this very seriously.
0: I think she thinks I camouflaged my heart. <laughs> she says she can't find it no more. Good
2: good can protect my heart. <laughs>
0: what is it called? It's called uh,
2: trying to shoot away the sands.
1: What's it called? The uh, camo styles? It's uh real tree. Oh, is it that, or like the pattern? Mossy, Mossy Oak. yeah. Mossy Oak's yeah, yeah. double Thunderjack yeah. carabin right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, mm-hmm. uh, I forget where we were. Oh, so anyway, David and Ed Brown come back up to the house. They're giving a recap to Carolyn, yeah. myself, and uh, about what had happened over there. And so then Carolyn's like, oh, it's like 12, a little after midnight. She, Carolyn's like, I'm going to go to bed. And this is Monday night. Uh, mm-hmm. So a week ago from while we're recording this. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then Carolyn looks at me and yeah, she goes, you know what? Monday you need to continue 17. your paranormal investigation here at the house because they'd had family there all week since we'd been there, like a bunch of different people. And they'd finally all cleared out. So she goes, you know, this one guest room is now open and we call it the dream chamber because people have the craziest dreams of their life in this one room in the house. Wow. And yeah. so if you want to sleep in that room tonight, you can to continue your investigation. I was like, okay, let's do it. I just need to go down to the sugar shack, mm. pick up my notebook so I can write down what if I wake up from some crazy shit, I need to be able to write it down real quick, yeah. and plus my toothbrush and, and stuff. Now how
2: far <laughs> again is the sugar shack from the main house? It's a
1: two-minute walk down this sandy little windy driveway. So what, the 100, 100
2: yards, 200 yards?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's about 100 yards, 125 yards okay. maybe. And door to door. And so...
0: Any any lighting, any driveway lighting? There is a
1: front porch light on their house, but that's it. There's no lighting down the driveway or by the sugar shack. I got shack.
0: relatives that had like a house out in Georgia, and that's all you saw. Like, oh, we're just going to get to that house, and you just saw house lights. And then everything else around you was pitch black. Yeah, And I would get in my – like, that was – I was like 18 when I was down there, but I had like anything you bumped into or heard move. You're like, What? Oh, no. Oh, by the way, there's an electric fence out there, too. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Every branch I bumped into, I'm like, I'm dying. And it gets <laughs> dark the out there. Oh. Like, uh, where I grew
2: up in Waleska, Georgia, uh, we had four acres, but then there were 50 acres near us that was unoccupied. So, essentially, our house was on 50 acres and just, like... Pitch black at night, and all you
1: can hear is like the
0: locusts,
2: the locusts, crickets, all kinds of. Some people will
0: never know that. Yeah,
2: it's a crazy Mm -hmm. uh, experience. Just yeah, like even suburbs where you
0: got streetlights and everything. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know that that kind of darkness could exist. Oh, it's nighttime and creepy. It's like no, you got streetlights. Like oh, but we'll go into the forest preserve. Fucking, you hear the highway. You see the you know. And one of
1: the interesting details that Carolyn had told us at the beginning of the week. Was she'd be like, you hear them locusts? And we'd be like, yeah. She goes, they'll go quiet when a predator's around.
0: Really? She's really? Like, they
1: all go quiet. So if if you don't hear the bugs at night, something's out there.
0: Oh right? shit! Well, or they'll go quiet if anything's out there. That's I mean, they what... they
1: were they weren't quiet with us out there, but but yeah. But if something comes through, they're they're gonna uh, they're gonna shut up. So like I, she told us that earlier, and I didn't really remember it, and so. Uh she's going to bed. Ed's like, okay. Oh, you know, we'll go down to the sugar jack, I'm gonna go grab my stuff. What time of night is this? A little after midnight. Okay. So it's pitch black out, the locusts are in, are out there, I guess. Honestly, I don't remember if I heard the locusts on the way back down to the sugar jack because I wasn't thinking about it. And Ed and I were talking about what the plan was for the next day. Uh-huh. What are we gonna try to shoot? We're gonna go back to the portal area where we'd set up some trail cams and all this other kind of stuff, right? And um, We're walking down, having a good time talking. Two minutes later, we're in the sugar shack. And I pick up my notebook, my phone charger, my toiletry bag or whatever, and I'm getting ready to walk in a flashlight. Mm -hmm. And so I walk out of the door of the sugar shack. So Ed's staying. Ed's Ed's staying. He's going to sleep down there. Stay down
2: there. You're doubling back to the house. And I'm doubling back
1: to the house to go to the dream chamber. And so uh, I, I walk out of the door. I'm getting ready to walk off this tiny little porch that they have built onto it. And Ed looks at me and he goes, hey, be careful. And I was like, that's weird. He hasn't said that to me once this whole time.
2: And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Like sincerely or like, like kind of just? sincerely.
1: Joking? Sincerely said it yeah. to me. And I was like, it's a two-minute walk up to the house. Uh, why is he being a weirdo? So I was like, sure. And I walk off the porch of the sugar shack. I take a couple steps. I hear the door close behind me. It's like these thick wooden walls and this thick wooden door. You can deadbolt it from the inside. Yeah. And so he closes it and, and every time you close it you have to deadbolt it or it kinda opens up a little bit. Uh-huh. So he I'm sure he deadbolted it. And there's a window unit AC in there too. On there's actually two tiny windows in that thing. And one of them just is filled up completely with a AC unit and it's really loud. And so I walk off the patio, I start taking a left to start walking up this sandy driveway and it's totally pitch black except for my flashlight. And then from about thirty feet or about thirty yards directly behind me and like slightly to the behind and to the side of the sugar shack, I heard the fucking scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. I heard what the closest thing I've heard is the Sierra screams on. If you listen to the Sierra screams on YouTube episode about that. And it was so loud that even though it came from behind me, it felt like it blew the hair back of my face. Yeah. Like, and Just I. Just
2: one long screech? Or it was,
1: what? it lasted about one and a half, two seconds long. And like guttural it was. or high pitched? High pitched. It had like vibrato. It was bumpy. It wasn't like one tone. It was like a. Like that. or Like, I can't even do it. Yeah. Like, but it was high pitched. It, it was bumpy. It wasn't smooth. And it was directed right at me. And I turned my head instinctually right when the noise starts to look back at where it's coming from. And I realize, Holy fuck, I'm dead. Right. I'm dead. Like Mm -hmm. instant awareness that there is no chance. I am like the bottom rung on the food chain at this point. And I, earlier in the day, the head of security, Dan told us that the code word for, you know, when we're seriously in trouble, no joking around was the word avalanche. And if, if we ever yelled the word avalanche, those guys would show up with their guns out, ready to shoot something. Yeah. And it's like, that. don't yell avalanche unless you mean it kind of mm. thing. And so I want to yell all, all simultaneously in this moment. I want to yell, Ed, because mm. he's there. And I wanted to warn him, but I also didn't want him to open the door once I start yelling, Ed, because I don't want him being he's even closer. Right there, yeah. And so then... I'm doing that simultaneously where I want to yell for Ed, but then I realize I don't want to yell for Ed. And at the same time I'm doing that, I'm making the same noise where I'm yelling the beginnings of the word avalanche.
0: So you made the exact same sound back well, at yeah, the creature. Ba- basically. <laughs>
1: but then I'm also realizing that I can't yell avalanche because there is no avalanche. Those guys are back at the hotel already. Yeah, I'm out here by myself. The first time in five, to four days I'd ever been alone on the property at nighttime, and it mm-hmm. fucking gets me in the first... 3 to 5 seconds. Yeah. That was the and first
2: time you were alone the whole at time. At night on the property outside. the first
1: time outside and uh so I yell and like I whimper. It's like a yell scream whimper I let out like ah, no! <laughs> right? And then I immediately turn I start running as fast as I can up this driveway. And it's a sandy driveway and I'm running as fast as I can I'm shaking yeah. to near death because I in my mind I know this is the end for me. Like, I don't have it. I don't stand a chance. Like what do you think
2: it is in the moment? In the moment? Are you like, a watch really?
0: But isn't the whole idea. These are benign creatures. And when people see them, they're not afraid because there's an energy to not when you talk to Carolyn.
2: Well, here's the
1: thing with that. Not when you talk to the people that have had experiences out here on this. These are not, these are are not your friends.
2: Like any other species, (laughs) there's different branches and different subspecies. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I've been doing a lot of Bigfoot reading lately. And they think there's as many as, like, five or six just in North America. This is methed
0: out Florida Bigfoot. Yes. This isn't, you know,
2: seriously. This thing
1: wasn't saying hello. This thing was saying you're my food. The big, the the traditional ones, like
2: Patty up in the Northwest, like the Patterson-Gimlin one, some of those have been reported to be kind of, you know, not jolly, but, like, kind of – shy and hey don't mess with me i won't mess with you but then there's others like the wood boogers and the florida skunk ape that are more aggressive so this would be
1: a skunk ape maybe oh, okay. because we're in florida but i'll tell you in the moment like all i thought their was, experiences were like nah. oh yeah not and friendly, i heard a scream and luckily she talks about there's a few people out there and this is when people really get psychologically messed up so, but you yeah. and When they hear, hear like, a growl Sasquatch. There's a growl that has been <laughs> heard on this property That
0: Growls in the darkness Just from anything yeah. Suck
1: There's a growl that she heard in the house one time Like from the outside That uh, when she was home alone That she thought Because mm-hmm. her husband Bill Sleeps with a CPAC machine mm-hmm. So he can't hear anything uh, when he's sleeping And she heard a growl At night And she knew in the moment this monster is coming in to kill both of them. Like, that's what she... That was the that was the message that that growl sent. Yeah. It obviously didn't get into the house and kill them, because, uh, you know, obviously. But um, So I am running up the sandy driveway. I get to the white picket fence. It's got a latch on on the gate. I get it open somehow. I close it. Well, before that, I managed somehow to turn my head to look behind me. Yeah. To see if I was going to be... If I had a chance. Yeah. And I turned my head and which is probably the most courageous thing I've ever done in my life, was just mm. turning my head six inches to the back. Yeah. And uh, I didn't see anything. I get to the white picket fence. I open the gate. I try to close the gate, and I'm struggling. I can't, I'm can't. i shaking so bad that I can't get the latch into the hole because I'm thinking, mostly I'm thinking if I leave the gate open subconsciously, that's like a welcoming come in, come follow yeah, me. Yeah. And then also part of me was like, don't be rude, close the gate. And yeah. um, I get to the front door. Luckily, it's unlocked. I get into the house. I lock the front door. And I'm standing there and David Wright just standing in the kitchen staring at me by the breakfast bar on the other side of the breakfast bar. And just and immediately he's looking at me and he's just like, what happened to you? Yeah. Because was, he says I was hyperventilating. Yeah. And I was like trembling and all the hair on my entire body was standing up. And then I try to recreate the sound for him real quick. I'm like, oh, just I out there. i just I You know, I'm like yeah. about ready to break down. Can you, you do it again for us? Like really? Well, it was the closest I can get to it is like, and I'm, this isn't even close, but it's like, high pitched and it's got that vibrato like, Ha ah! like it almost like it was like this evil demon fucking laugh. At me. And, um, but it was directed. So it was so loud and right at me. Uh, cause Ed and I had just walked down that same fucking driveway yeah. three minutes before and it didn't make a noise. So it was, behind as soon as I'm by shack. myself, well, you got the sugar shack, right? And then let's say if someone's envisioning, listening to this, looking at the sugar shack, Um, From the driveway where I am The sugar shack is just down to the right Um, And then if you go Just to the left of that and back A little bit there's a tiny little Mm gully Small little area that dips down That's where it felt like it was standing Okay Um, So the sugar shack was halfway between me And this thing Because people ask me why did you run back to the sugar shack Like my brother he's like why did you run back to the sugar shack That's what I said I was like I'm not running towards this thing Man (coughs) And then uh, so and besides, I know the door was locked, so I couldn't even have gotten in. I would have had to bang on the door, and it probably would have been freaked out. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Not open what the door. What did he hear? Well, so I get up to the house. I make the noise. Carolyn comes out of her bedroom because she thought David was having a stroke or something because she heard some weird yeah. noise coming from the kitchen. She's like, David, what is going And then she looks at me, and she goes, oh, my God, you saw it was the first, like, what she said to me. I was like, I didn't see it, but I heard it. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry you had to hear it, baby. I'm so sorry you had to hear it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, like, she she gets it. Yeah. Because she understands. Because she would tell people. She's like, you know, people come out here, they look for Bigfoot, and they think it's like, oh, we're going to get evidence of Bigfoot. This is going to be great. And she goes, but what they don't understand is when you have this encounter with them, you realize this isn't great. Yeah,
0: you're going to have PTSD. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so, like, the problem with going to look for Bigfoot is sometimes you might find it. Like Dave, you know, so, and I am actually looking into, I'm seeing my doctor hopefully this week and I'm going to have her recommend. I I haven't slept with the lights off yet.
2: So like this is shaking you.
1: I'm totally shaking. I've, I've experienced a form of fear that I was never aware of before in my entire life. We talked on the phone a few days ago to something that I was never familiar with.
2: And even that trip, you, a few days later, you had to drive cross country back home. Yeah. Couldn't even, you didn't even like staying in motels.
1: Well, I stayed, yeah, the first, the first night I drove, I stayed at a motel and uh, I couldn't, I could barely sleep because I was on the first floor and I just kept looking yeah. at the window. So the next night I got the second floor and I didn't even care there was a dog next to me barking the whole night yeah. because at least I'm on the second floor.
0: The dog's an indicator.
1: Yeah, right. And so then I'm thinking that, like, why is the dog barking? Why won't the dog shut up? Is there, cause like yeah. Ed, Ed says he heard what sounded like a car horn going off. He, oh, okay. thought, he thought I was going to my car, which was right there. My car was about in the exact area from where this thing would have been, right, roughly. And mm. uh, parked like on the other side of this tiny little fence on the driveway. Yeah. Uh, and he thought I went beep, 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 beep or whatever with my car horn oh, okay. to get something out of my car before I went up to the house. And so I call him because Carolyn's like, what about Ed? Is that okay? And I was like, oh, shit, we got to call Ed. Yeah. So I call Ed. I was like, oh, my God, I just got yelled at. I just got yelled at. You know, you got you to gotta get up here. And he's like, no, I'll be, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll, mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't understand, man. You don't Maybe understand what right I experienced. right behind you, dude. Yeah. And, um, and, and I can't blame him because, like, you don't understand until it happens yeah. to you. And um, I never understood. I mean, I intellectually understood how afraid Carolyn has been for over a decade and a half. Uh, in how she is, uh, this other research team has put her on a PTSD therapy program that she says has helped her so much that she's <laughs> able to, she used to never be able to even leave the house because she no longer, she's retired, used to train police dogs and was a first responder yeah. before that. And um, so she's got her dog with her, so she knows how to read the dog. I was going to
0: say, like, what other animals are on the property that might be?
2: Well, they... You ever heard of mountain lion scream?
1: yeah. Didn't sound anything like that? No. And there was, like, it wasn't a Florida Panther. Uh huh. Yeah. It wasn't a fox. Um, it was something letting me know, hey, motherfucker, I'm right here, you know? And I take solace in the fact that it didn't, I'm not dead. I mean, because it it could have killed me if it wanted to. I'm going to play a mountain lion
0: scream because I have not heard it and I'm curious. they're, They're pretty gnarly. All right. Let's play that right now. Here's a no oh, no fucking ad you fucking fuck you sorry <laughs> never keep talking That'll and happen. so here, here it is get the fuck
1: out yeah it's pretty I'll, gnarly
0: right I hear that when I'm camping I'll bury myself
2: I when I was right? about 14 uh, my whole whoa, family was waking whoa. up in the middle of the night like three in the morning from that sound. And uh, the next day, we found our neighbor's dead boxer down in this gully. So I, a mountain lion had gotten home. hold of
0: I'm just, I, I hate that we're doing this interview. I got camping equ- equipment all strewn out in the garage. I was getting ready. I'm like, I got to go on a backpacking trip this summer. Now you got to come into my house with this shit? Well, I'll tell you me. what. I'm listening to mountain lion screams. Not doing
1: anything, man. I uh, I've been like obsessed with a mountain house for so for years now, as you know. Yeah. After my first roll of the dice my one yeah. Yahtzee made me go to Big Bear for the first time. Yeah, and I fell in love with the mountains up there. I'm like, I'm gonna get a place in Lake Arrowhead. Fuck that dude. Yeah. I'm living in the city in the penthouse. I am living concrete, <laughs> surrounded by people. Yeah, um, just I will hear, not
0: give me your wallet Yeah. that's <laughs> the last thing I hear. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, I chose this path. <laughs> yeah.
1: And um, like I am just not well, I I would I would camp alone, mm-hmm. like on the road, you know, and like yeah, a campsite and stuff. Yeah. I'm not doing. That's I'm not what gonna, I was
0: planning right before. I will we got not be
1: doing here. that anytime soon, and I don't even know it's going to take me a while before I even am able to camp with other people. Um, I
2: invited you the other night. You were like, yeah, I don't. Think no, so. not
1: not even close to being able to make that. <coughs> and like I don't like I went the day after I got back. I was like, I'm not going to be a prisoner to this fear the rest of my mm-hmm. fucking life, right? So I'm like, I'm going to run up to Brand Park during the daytime. And so I ran up there and then I was like, I'm going to do a mini hike. Just I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get out into the mini hike. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a mini hike, which I was on the trail for maybe not even 15 total minutes. And then I heard some kids scream from somewhere at the park. And then I fucking freaked out. And it was just like, I can't do, I was like, I did it, but I was like, I'm not going to be doing, I'm not hiking by myself anytime soon. Same. Even if it's the daytime, You're you got,
0: f- you got tweaked out. You're I got really up. tweaked out.
1: I've never understood or been afraid. And, in such a way. And like the worst part is, it's like, and we're in comedy and I get it. So people don't believe me. They think I'm pulling their leg, you know. But it's like, and when you believe in any of this kind of weird stuff anyway, and I've experienced this before with like the shapeshifter and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I know what's coming from people. Yeah, you've got some pretty
2: unbelievable I, stories.
1: So when I share my experiences, I already know that I'm going to be subject to relentless, subtle ridicule mm-hmm. constantly. Whether it's in the forms of just, like, making jokes at me, or, you know, subtle jokes. Well, I'm just messing with you, man, yeah. you know, like, or whatever. But, like, so I know that's coming. It's still mm-hmm.
2: rude. Even though it's a joke, it's still rude. But, yeah, you but, don't believe me. but
1: when people don't under, like, that was, like, the shapeshifter stuff is but, different because I wasn't traumatized. Like, I was, like, seriously traumatized. It's not like
0: you're just somebody passively living your life and things happen to you. You're going out there, like... If somebody goes to the beach every day, they're probably gonna see a shark. You know, like it's not like, Oh, I went to the beach once and I saw a squid and a shark and a whale and then I saw a shipwreck and I met pirates. (laughs) Like, no, that's not how the world works. (laughs) But if you go there every day poking around, like as you like that that's the life you are living is to not tease these things. You're not malicious, but you wanna know and you're curious, then if it's gonna happen to anybody that I know, it's gonna be you.
1: Yeah, and it's like that's the thing. Like you, you know, kinda you're asking for you it. Here. Yeah, you're definitely asking for it, and I understand that. And I don't know how long it'll be before I go squatching again. Yeah, um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before I'm ever squatching at night. Um, the uh, like some of these guys I was with were like some of the you know especially the security guys like some of the like they're just like men. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of them even said, I don't want to ever hear the growl because I'm afraid it'll ruin me. Are they
0: hired to be there or are they also?
1: They were hired to be there. But one the one guy was not a, like, I want to be here. Well, one of the guys is a huge. He's really into Bigfoot. Uh, the guy who was in charge of security. Mm-hmm. He's the wildlife game guy.
2: And, um, what kind yeah, of guns did they have? They have pistols or long guns? They
1: had, uh, what is it, a 50?
2: A 50 cal? Desert Eagle 50 cal?
1: With 30 rounds? No. it held 30 rounds? Like, it's all... A like, giant handgun? It's, like, law enforcement issued that, wow. like, civilians can't even get.
2: Yeah, that's that's a gigantic handgun. Yeah, it was
1: gigantic. Um, and so... uh, and the other guy was a SWAT team guy. Mm-hmm. Like, trained SWAT teams now. And, um, you know, kind of guy busts down doors knowing someone's going to try to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a total skeptic. Um, and then the next day when he... And he was also, like, a... Like a he's also... I don't, uh, this probably isn't the word, but like a master interrogator, Mm -hmm. like his father's and like the secret services brothers in the CIA, like their family, (laughs) like their family are, he comes from like a long line of like interrogators. So like you could see him throughout the, you know, five days we're there, he would be breaking off Carolyn from the group or bill from the group and just asking them questions, uh, trying to find out if they're lying and stuff. And, uh, when he was talking to me the next day after the, the morning after my experience, he like kind of, I knew he was going to break me off. So yeah. I was ready for him. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you ready to break me off? Yeah. And so he's talking to me and he's like looking at my hands as we're talking, you know, he's doing all that. And then he's called me probably 10 times since, cause wow. he, he realized, you know, just to check in on me to yeah. make sure I'm okay. And also to give me advice, uh, him and the other guys were giving me advice on, cause the one guy owns a gun shop in the Sacramento like area about what gun to have. So I'm probably going to buy a Glock at nice. some point like i'm never going to be out in the woods again without a gun mm-hmm. like i'm just not like i'm not going to be yeah i'm just not going to be unarmed in the woods you know for all kinds of reasons especially Those well they were saying the glock or whatever they were saying they're like we can get you a good deal he's like cuz i'm friends with the guy now who owns the shop he's like oh well, i'll get you a deal
0: i mean we've talked about that before like i've gone out a couple times like backpacking by myself which is what i thought i was planning today but now i guess i'm not but the, just sit, like first off, the idea of like a tent, like just psychologically, like, oh, I have a sense of defense because of a tent. But all you're doing is not being able to see whatever's happening. It's the outside. thinnest layer of veneer that's like but so- the, <laughs> but the, the, the idea that it's like not only shelter, but like, oh, nothing's they can't see that I'm me. So maybe they won't have interest in what I am. It's like, no, they'll just be next to your tent and you won't know what it is. But the stages of laying there. And try like, OK, oh, I hear, heard a noise it's an animal it's a bigfoot and then you get into that stage of like oh yeah if you wanted to just murder somebody just be a hiker yeah and well, like how would anybody ever know if you were just on the appalachian trail just like oh there's somebody somebody just himself. got
1: attacked with an axe out there they caught the guy
0: that that was yeah i think that was like a transient or, or yeah mentally Ill person. yeah
1: it's i was so afraid that first night and i slept in the house I did not sleep in the dream chamber room. I told David Wright, I was like, can you please switch rooms? I can't handle the dream chamber room tonight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And um,
0: I don't want dreams.
1: (laughs) So I go into the room that's not the dream chamber. And the bed, the headboard of the bed, is up against the wall that has a window that goes to a walk, a wooden walkway ramp on the side of the house. And then you take a right once you get to the top of the ramp because there's a little gate there. And then on the left wall, if you're laying in bed on your back, is another window that's to the back deck mm-hmm. where they've had all kinds of things happen on that back deck. And mm-hmm. so I've got the back deck right there to my left, and then right directly behind my head is the walkway wood of the ramp. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, 3 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, and I hear footsteps that same night. And granted, I'm so in my head at this point, right? Yeah. I hear footsteps on that ramp. And they've got – Carolyn has all the windows of their house wood shuttered and locked so nothing can get in the windows because she's like, like – you
0: can't, can't see out.
1: You can't see out. And, and it's wooden, locked, thick wood shutters, right? And so I can hear footsteps. I was so afraid – that my Fitbit thought I was asleep because I was frozen in fear for hours. That, like, I, the next day I was like, Did I sleep at all? I don't think I slept at all. I didn't sleep until the sun came up. Yeah. I looked at my Fitbit sleep thing and said, Oh, you slept from 3 30 until 6 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, No, I didn't. I was frozen. No, yeah, I, was, I, I was petrified. <laughs> I was like, literally, I did not move. And when I've camped my by Fitbit myself, I could call the cops. Yeah, right. <laughs> Before, when I camp by myself, I'd be like hearing something like, "Oh, it's an animal. Oh, it's a Bigfoot. Oh, it's a person going to kill me. Yeah. Whatever." I would like any. I could just get on porn on my phone, and that would distract me. <laughs> Nothing like someone's
2: going to uh, kill me. Let me look. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going out stroking.
1: <laughs> so, but porn was always able to distract me in the past. Yeah, I could not do anything except look bad. at my. I, I, the only thing I could do was look at my ex girlfriend's Instagram to find some kind of anchor
0: in reality. But it is into, a like good, you, know, you are sense engaging of an opposite part of your brain. Yeah. Like, it's easy to make fun of that, but I could see, like, porn being, like, as far as just a uh, uh, dumb, dumb, dude, but, like, fucking you might die. Tits. Yeah, and then it, you're like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Because but you can't, even, you
1: can't, like, get turned on unless you feel healthy and No, like, and like it, it's yeah. either one or yeah, the other. Like, yeah.
0: one part has to, do, you can't be terrified with a boner. It doesn't work. Like, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. very <laughs> idea of an erection is that you're comfortable and it's, like, connect, can I come out? Is yeah, it okay? Right. And then anytime you're scared, it's just back in your body. Like, fuck this. A boner is the most chicken shit part of your body. You know, like, I'm getting out of here, man. Like, <laughs> rough. Oh, man. But that's it's so funny. true, though. You can't. But you so I, I, can't. Like, what a, what a calming.
2: What if that <laughs> did happen every time you got yeah. terrified?
1: But you got a boner? Yeah. You'd be really messed
0: up. <laughs>
2: Just, I can't get home I, had, I think I'm
0: gonna die be, uh, Back Back right before <laughs> Back right before Nobody could ever make Rape jokes ever again Yeah I used to like Just on purpose At the beginning of my set Would just try to make The worst jokes If like it was a bad show Or whatever I'm like I'll just try I'd be like Rape oh, I could barely keep it up When the chick's into it man <laughs> Now she's all like Scratching and punching at me That thing's out of there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm not like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fucking give me the, yeah. make all the comments you want on that. Got I'm, the email not, I'm not saying it's a good joke. I'm just saying it was a joke. Yeah. But yeah, the idea that like, oh yeah, I, can, oh, I got a boner now. Mm. All the blood, all the blood that was raging in my fear sensors is now in my dick. I guess we're all right. <laughs> Come would, at me be... You might try, you can eat me, but I'm going to try and fuck you first. Oh
1: <laughs> Do you like uh, white meat or hard meat?
0: <laughs> those aren't the two kinds oh wait those aren't the two kinds
1: there's uh i guess on this body the, those are the only two kinds
0: the boogie monster